Hello and welcome to Dear Thursday, spiritual advice for a modern life. Or as we like to think of it, Dear Abby meets Psychic Reading. You're with Hayden, Lilith and myself, Emily. Dear Thursday, my career is my biggest challenge and I'm not sure where to go and what to do with my life. Love, H.A. So we just sat in meditation on H.A.'s question. Thank you for entrusting that with us. And uh, we're just going to talk through some of the things and the messages that came through. And we might start with you, Em. Uh, so I had a very interesting meditation. I kept seeing this bright ball of pink that was kind of like it was like fuzzy and warm and it was so endearing. I have no idea what it actually means. Um, I feel like that's just H.A. It's a bubble of joy and love and kindness. And... My interpretation of your question is that where you want to go in life and what you want to do is it's coming all from you. You have something on the way. I can feel it's coming in the next two to three months. I don't have a specific date, unfortunately, um, but it, it has to do with more feel like that you will meet a friend who will lead you towards a new goal. Maybe this is a new hobby or Alternatively, it could have something to do with the job. I love this question. Um, so, H.A., I feel like for you, you're in an um, exploratory phase of your life where you have so much energy and vibrance and curiosity. And I just think you're, you're in this prime time where you get to learn and uh, absorb and, and see all the different things people are doing out there uh, to, to help other people. And I feel like you are a nurturer and that you... Uh, like your mission in life is to help people and to lift people up and to change the way that they uh, live their lives and see themselves. And I feel like one of your biggest messages to other people is is, is self-confidence and self-love. And I know you will find the best way to do that. And I know I know you're going to be writing books or your like your career is in bringing the creative uh, writing or sense of journalism um, to the world and, and reminding people that people are good. Like humanity is worth loving and nourishing and supporting. And I feel like your message is only going to grow and evolve over the next couple of years. But I feel like it's really when you're 28, 29 that you'll settle into an into a career path. But I just I just know the next couple of years, the next four years, I feel like are going to be really big in uh, when it comes to to learning and to growing your perceptions about life and different cultures and how people love and don't love themselves and and why they're worth more than what they're giving to themselves so whatever that means to you i know i know that you live your purpose and you're you're on the path towards that purpose so there's no need to fret allow yourself to have have times of not knowing because it's when we don't know that we that we find new doors and we find new avenues to explore and it just expands and um, enriches our own lives but then how we uh, live our purpose and how we support other people so ha i just wanted to let you know that your grandfather came through during my meditation um, your grandmother or his wife also came through and i'll let you draw the distinction between those two uh, there was a defense connection. There was an image of poppies. 
there was a very sharp, clear image of actually being in combat. In a, and when that occurred, I realised that, that this individual is who you get your gift from, uh, and that's important for you to know. And one of the things that was really lovely in the meditation was the relationship that you have with both individuals, um, past and present, even though they may have crossed over, but also the relationship that your grandmother had with your grandfather in understanding his gift and providing space and comfort for him when he needed it most. It's probably just worth adding that one of the things that occurred to me while that imagery was happening was because I think you are so sensitive and perceptive to what's happening around you and the moods and energies of others and also globally, I think when it comes to your career, you will benefit from one of two things, either learning how to put some boundaries around yourself in a work environment so that you're not being inundated constantly by everything that's happening at an emotional level. And the second thing that's maybe worth considering is as you start to pivot and shift towards a new career that I feel is coming down the pipeline, that ideally a career where there's space for you to be your full self and not have to close off and hide a part of yourself in that day to day um, where you can just fully step into the person that you are and share those gifts more wholly on a day to day um, basis. So what I see at the moment is this compartmenting of the individual selves that exist within you rather than unifying them all and letting them shine through. And I think that's most profound for you at work. But I also think it's important that in turning to a loved one, you look for someone like your grandmother. And the other thing I want to say is, and this is maybe a validation point, I'd just be interested. Um, my dad came through during this with in the form of Parkinson's, my hands started to shake as though I had Parkinson's. I thought it was me playing the piano at first, which I actually think is a thing um, that maybe resonates with you. Um, but then I realized also that this individual had Parkinson's. So um, hopefully that gives you an idea for you as to which grandparent or great grandparent possibly that I'm talking about. But that's your lineage from your gift and I think it would be really useful for you to tune in and when you're meditating, maybe call for their guidance and their assistance as well as you walk this amazing path that you are on and share your gifts with all those who are blessed to cross it. So we actually just paused the recording because we thought we were done. We thought we were done. And then we just went into a whole nother... Um, I guess train of thought where we were all thinking the same thing. Yeah, I mean, which often happens. We There's extra little bits that we think about when other people are providing the reading. And this part was about children and children's books. And when you said... Counselling. Well, when you or, said writing, and I thought yeah. you should be writing children's books mm -hmm. from a perspective of big changes and making them accessible for children. Mm. Like I had this mm. sense of it's around emotions and helping children deal with emotions. I saw these beautiful illustrated books. Hmm. What did you see? Because um, you said the same thing. You're like, children's books. Yeah. I, I saw like um, 
a form of counseling for children through creating these books like you make them on topics that are quite relevant for children Mm. um big changes like Lil said in their life um and how they how they can deal with it but in a nice gentle subtle way and that something you could probably bring to people if you don't do talks or even if you do counseling in on itself Mm. for children specifically and I guess to kind of like bring that back to what I was saying before about the learning, like I feel like this is the learning phase mm. of that, of potentially learning psychology or counselling, learning about the, the science and the information that exists out there mm. to then support people and children. Mm. Mm. I do feel in all of those aspects that in the lead up to that, it's going to be really valuable for you, HA, to... Um, come up with some processes by which you can manage how much you take on of all of these emotions and experiences and if you're going to be working in counseling and Mm. it's really important to have some boundaries and have some mechanisms or some tools on your belt to enable you to cope on a day-to-day basis as well and not just be pulled in by the tidal wave of everything that comes across your path but I think because of your gifts it would be an exceptional experience for anybody who had the opportunity to work with you. So in today's deep dive, I'd like to start a conversation around how people can identify or become aware of when they're receiving guidance or advice or messages. So on the premise that we often send prayers into the universe, uh, calls for help. We often ask for guidance, seek assistance, and sometimes we just feel lost and we don't even ask it, but the universe, I think, is always ready to answer it. I think it would be really useful to talk about how we can be open and ready to receive those messages and not potentially closed off to them and therefore miss that opportunity to take the other route that we wouldn't have normally have taken or Mm. make a different decision and I want to preface that by saying I don't think there's a a foolproof way right I think we're always it's the human experience we stumble and we fall and we pick ourselves up and go along but I think it would be nice to kind of hear your thoughts on what you think people can do or can become aware of to enhance that experience I guess we can become aware of anything if we set our mind to it or if we if we have like a a really clear and loving intention i think we can achieve almost anything when i look at the people around me that i aspire to be like a lot of them meditate and i'm not saying this is the only way to do it Mm. uh, but it definitely inspired me to start my journey towards meditation and i think that's that's personally that's where i get all my guidance Um, and that's why i get guidance um, I think as easy as I do now. Mm. It wasn't always this way. Um, yeah. And what about you? Um, I'm a big believer in meditation as well. I think that's honed my skills more. I don't necessarily get my messages mostly in meditation. Sometimes I find it's a time of my silly thoughts going back and forth like a you know tennis game. Um, but at the moment, I would definitely say... It, calms my mind down it reminds me to breathe because i find the messages quite often come and you just hear for a moment breathe 
or you just take a moment and you suddenly realize what you're doing and it's like your brain slows for a moment so you can like be aware of something Mm. or you remember a dream or something Mm. has caught your eye and i find that meditation i agree with hayden has um helped enhance that i've learned to sort of slow down and connect to that message so for you though Hayden you're saying that meditation is actually the vehicle through which you receive that guidance so while you're in the meditative state the guidance is coming through and what I'm hearing from you Em is that meditation enables you to calm your central nervous system and your brain down enough that you will then perhaps remember the message or be open to the message that's incoming from potentially another vehicle such as the dream. Correct. Yeah. So I, for, for me, I think I've, I've set my boundaries really clear just because I used to get bombarded with information okay. and guidance. So you have decided that you only really want to hear it within that meditative form? Unless it needs to come through otherwise. Right. So like there, I think there's always that exception. But yeah, it's just like I have, I have a life to live and mm-hmm. I've got you know things to do. And I think if you're constantly being bombarded with other information or you know thoughts in your head that aren't necessarily... Uh, pertaining to that moment it can become quite distracting and uh, i know i'm such a i I really have to do and think about one thing at a time Mm. um if you see me in the morning um i will jump from seven different tasks all in the space of like 10 minutes and i'll do a little bit here and a little bit there and i really have to kind of focus and go one thing and i feel like that's why i set my boundaries so Mm. clearly it's like when i'm in meditation this is my time to get that information Mm. Right. But it's not the only way. So my experience is, I think, quite different from all of that. I am constantly having, and I'm sure you both are too, but I'm constantly having a dialogue with the universe and with God and with my guides, etc. And I'll often just like push out a little, well, I need some guidance on that. And then I'll leave it. But when I have moments of deja vu or... Um, real synchronicity where something's happening and I'm like, ooh, everything's in sync. And it's and then I am very much aware, like, oh, pay attention. There's a message incoming. To me, that's the universe's way of nudging me. To mm. So I've learned over the years that that for me is my cue. And the other mm. way that I get my messages is through my dreams. And I'm very in tune with my dreams. Keep a dream journal and really mm. focus on um, kind of unpacking those to really identify and interrogate what they mean to me and sometimes it doesn't come become clear until months or actually even years later when i can look back on something retrospectively and go Mm. ah but i find i get better at it Mm. and what i also find and i'm interested to know if you've had this experience when i what happens when i ignore that intuition or the deja vu moment or the little niggling thought which are all messages coming through Mm. and I ignore them so I've had two very profound experiences both led to deaths where I didn't pay attention one was the death of my dog and one was my grandma dying and neither were my responsibility or fault but I had the universe was giving me some anticipation or some forewarning it's certainly in the case of my dog I do feel responsible because I kept having this voice going go back and check go back and check and I didn't but you know you kind of have to leave move that stuff on but for me it was a profound lesson not in always listen to the messages and the voice that's coming through because Mm. there's always something in there and even if you have to go back and check and then you go it was fine why did I do that you just go doesn't matter 
Yeah. Because now it doesn't matter because I did the, I did the mission. I yeah. went back mm-hmm. and checked. Exactly. So now whatever was going to happen won't happen. Can I, can I go back and I, I would actually like to replace the word meditation with stillness. Yeah. Because it's, to me, it's, I get guidance through stillness, but mm-hmm. I can have stillness during my day, but there are definitely times when I'm not in stillness. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. if, if I'm, you know, working or all that kind of stuff, I can, I can sense when my mind's moving towards stillness mm-hmm. and that's where guidance comes through, but I'm not, I guess, seeking it out yep. all day, every day. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's the point? <laughs> you yeah. got to live your life. Yeah. You do. Um, and you also have to trust that when the message has to come through to you, it will come It will through, come through. Right? Yeah. Exactly. They, so, they make themselves known. And sometimes it'll be a really quiet voice. And I think that voice just gets louder and louder. And when I say voice, I don't necessarily mean that there's a voice going, hey, Lil, hey, Lil, hey, Lil, hey, Lil. <laughs> it's whatever that medium that message is coming through in, right? Yeah. yeah. Just gets bigger it, and bigger It could be your bigger. body. Yeah, yeah, it just gets bigger and bigger yeah. until you cannot ignore it anymore. Yeah. But I guess the point of this conversation is that that idea for people listening of how do you you know what messages sound like and how you get used to and what the prompts are, mm. so that you can become more aware of when a message is coming through. Mm. And it sounds from everything we've said that it's distinctly individual. Yeah, probably it comes down to which of your senses is dominant. Mm. And then also what you practice and what you really focus on. So you focus on stillness. Yeah. And that way it enables you to channel the messages through one means. You focus on your meditation, etc. Mm. So, Yeah, I, I find that um, messages come in the weirdest way. Like as Hayden said, the body. Sometimes I'll, I'll get like a headache as I'm getting in like an incoming message. And it's almost my body just going, you need to stop so I can... Mm, you can listen mm, mm. or um mm. i get the one of my messages or my alert system is i get the shakes when i've got an inbound message <laughs> and i used to think it was a get away from that person because they're toxic oh, okay and so i would yeah. and then when i sat with it for a while when hayden and i were doing some work on it i realized actually if i just let that internal shake go and i just kind of lean into it mm. internally that it stops and i go to a quieter place is still a place mm. and then the message is really clear yeah. and it's usually those are not my messages those are messages for the other person mm. and then once i can say those or if it's not appropriate to say them i can just acknowledge them in my head yeah. and recognize them push out to that individual whatever it might be that they need and then it's all well and it moves on yeah. are you uh I'm, I'm curious uh when you do readings for other people other does the guidance come through differently to guidance that you receive personally because it does for me yeah definitely the messages i get for other people tends to be it tends to be like a a voice speaking to me in a way Mm. um like i'd see the colors and things like that and it's a feeling like i can feel that emotion that's coming through when it's my own personal messages sometimes it's very strange um, I can <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> well, yeah, I just find that um, it can be a moment where I slow down as I'm like typing at work and I'm mm. up and then I hear something or I just, I, it's almost like a, sometimes I almost tune into other people's conversations around me mm. and then I hear what they're saying as if the universe is telling me through a voice of someone else. Oh, mm. I love that. Yeah, mm. like it's like, oh, I, you know, I'll hear someone say something. I was like, oh, oh. Okay, mm. interesting. You want me to look through and think through things like that. And then I break it down. 
from there, um, which I do in meditation and sometimes I do just on my own little train of thought while I'm doing other things at work. Oh, that's so interesting. Mm. Oh, that just it kind of like it um, brings up for me an experience of getting getting internal messages. And then I remember one day I was just like, I really want to get them in another way. And then mm. all of a sudden, like I had people like saying things like little, little things yep. here and there. Yep. And I was like, yep. oh, that's a signpost. Like that's a signpost. Like someone would just drop a line. I'd be like, mm. oh, Hayden, I think this. And I'm like, oh my God, that's, that's the message I was looking for. Like yep. the validation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it came through from someone who was just, you know. You wouldn't expect it from. The yeah. Person, yeah. yeah. And I think the universe does that deliberately. That goes back to the original point of being open and aware so that if you've put Mm. out a question to the universe, then you have to remain alert to the answer coming in and you'll know when it does because you'll be like, what the heck? I was just thinking about that. And then (laughs) you said that. I find I have an additional layer in there where I ask the universe to give me three such validations or three signs. So that <laughs> I know. I, I, I heard you the first time, but uh, you know. Well, no, I heard you the second time, but. Mm. Well, what I'm actually trying to do though is avoid any. This is the answer I wanted. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to yeah. take yeah. that, that person sense. said that. Oh yeah, that must be my answer. So what I do yeah. is I'm going to go. Okay, I'm locking that away. Yeah. But I'm going to get. I need two more validations, and I expect it to happen in unexpected quickly. ways. And, yeah, and quickly. Yeah. And sometimes it can be a song that plays on the radio, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Get out of town. Hmm. Universe, you're clever. And then I'm like, but I want two more. And then, <laughs> and then literally I'll walk in the office and somebody, the first thing out of somebody's mouth, I'll be like, come on already. Yeah. It's really interesting yeah. how it will work. And it's in very quick succession. And without, and because that's my belief system, I believe the universe is actually going, okay, we'll support that. If this yeah. is what you needed in three ways, we'll give you three ways. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there have been times when I'm like, okay, I got that message. I don't need it twice more. I can mm. see what you said. Yeah. Thanks very much. I think my favorite is when it, uh, when information comes through other people, but you're able to share that experience. Mm. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like I remember having a dream about one of my um, pets dying and I was just like, is this true? Is this not true? And I was talking to my sister and it just came up in conversation. She had the exact same dream oh, yeah. on the exact same night. And I was like, I love this. And we're just able to share that mm. um, experience together and kind of mm. unpack it. And so I felt like on a spiritual level and on an intuitive level, we both grew, mm. um, which I really loved. Mm. Yeah. 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 See, normally when I share any form of like deja vu, um, it's always like a, a message about to come through. I'm about to learn something. Yeah. 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 Um, As I was saying before, I reckon deja vu is always a sign from the universe to go, psst. Something feels odd. Good, we got your attention. Mm-hmm. You feel yeah. like you've been here before. You probably have. And also, we're going to use this moment to do some teaching. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also get you to be quiet and actually, you're yeah. like, oh, I can. Because you do. I mean, you, you never ever. I, I can't. I'd love to hear anyone who's ever ignored deja vu. Anyone yeah. who's just gone whatever and carried on. I reckon every single person, whenever you have deja vu, right, goes, oh, deja vu. That's weird. <laughs> and then you might carry on, or you might go what's that about? Have I done this before? You think about it a bit. And in that moment, you have time for mm. other things to coalesce. And... See, I don't have, I used to have deja vu really clearly and I, I don't get that, that sense anymore. Mm. I guess I get it in a different way. But a few months ago, I was going for a hike and it was the most stunning day. Like it was beautiful. It was mm. sunny. And I was like, I'm going to wear a t-shirt. And I did. But before I walked out the door, I heard this like, take your rain jacket. I was like, you're being ridiculous. It's a beautiful sunny day. 
And then we went to um, the nature reserve at the south of Canberra. Mm. And all of a sudden, like this massive rain cloud just like <laughs> crept over the hill as we were climbing it. And there was no chance of us going back. Mm. And it poured and it poured and it poured. I was, and all of them, all the other people I was hiking with had their rain jackets. <laughs> and I was just like, oops, <laughs> I didn't listen. <laughs> I'm glad it was like really, really soft and subtle though, as opposed to like yeah, really yeah, yeah. big life lesson <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah yeah it's good to listen to the small ones as well as the big ones mm. yeah mm-hmm. i do think l- learning to listen to the messages is a muscle we have to practice and yeah definitely. i think you know every time we don't we get a little there is a little slap on the wrist or a big slap yeah. it depends on what the experience and what the outcome is but having said that too you know i learned this with when my dog died and then when my grandma died i was like no, actually, you know, they're life, they're life lessons. And I had to go through that to learn the power of listening and tuning in and trusting mm. my gut instinct. Because I guess that's the other thing, right? For some people, it's just a gut instinct. Yeah. They don't hear anything. They don't see anything. No. But you got to learn. like What is your experience yeah, with message? Yeah, yeah. yeah, And that's probably why they make it so like little and like insignificant because mm. it's like, this is what your intuitive voice sounds like yeah and will get you a little bit wet with the rain but like it's nothing major and we will keep giving you these experiences so if it's your gut instinct and you constantly have gut problems because Mm. you're not listening we're just going to keep going with that until (laughs) you go yeah i'm going to listen to my gut on this and Mm. and trust it so and it helps weed out what's your ego Mm. and what's your gut because I, i've yeah. done that before i'm like oh yeah no that's my gut instinct I'm like no that's definitely your ego yeah mm. yeah mm. and that's same for me when i'm like oh, i really want to tell this person something that i think they need to hear and like no that's your ego we'd yeah. like to put them in their place that's quite different <laughs> from, yeah is there a message yeah. coming in from the universe or from their grandmother or from a loved one or a guide yeah for me if it comes from a place of love and it's going to support the person on their Mm. journey then it's it's genuine guidance yeah yeah if it doesn't yeah then do not say it so i work on the principle of is it necessary is it truthful does it come from a place of love and if i can't match those three i'm like no No. not going there don't need to hear it i'll take that away and i'll think about what it is because it's clearly about me, not them. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I get the little niggle in my gut. It's almost like this little jingle that goes, no, that's your ego. Yeah. <laughs> and your ego is big, man. Sometimes <sighs> I'm like, oh, damn, you big eagle. <laughs> and it, it creeps in and it gets clever. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to ignore me? That's I fine. I know. <laughs> I know when the ego goes, nah, she worked me out. Okay, come at it from this angle. <laughs> She'll never pick it. <laughs> oh. Look, anyway, we just thought we'd throw that out there because I, I think it's a really fascinating question about how we all receive our messages and how we learn to listen and tune in. Mm. And we'd love to hear your experiences on that too. You know, send us a message on Facebook or on Instagram and share what your experiences are. And if you'd also like to just talk through some maybe some methods or some ideas, we'd be happy to mm. chat to you about how you can strengthen your message antenna uh, so that you really get clear signal. Or if you're in Canberra and you'd like to join us for a meditation, mm. um, we host them every now and then and we can pop you pop you in mind. So send yeah. us a message. You've been listening to Dear Thursday with Hayden, Lilla and myself, Emily. If you'd like to ask the universal question, send it to us at hellodearthursday at gmail.com.